Tyler lost his Acolyte Bombs God with a Primus in it to a Harpoon. Everybody and welcome to Stat Check episode fifty Taco Ma Tuesday. Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce. Uh, I'm sorry it. if I was wrong, but I'm going to stick with it. Really? Good oh, good. The polls were complimenting my pronunciation skills as well as everybody else butchered them, and I, for some reason, got them perfect every time. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> born to speak Slav is apparently the. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> so hello everybody and welcome to Stat Check Three. I am Ennis and I'm by Anthony. Fortunately, Nathan's buried in work, as I believe is Jeremy. So we are uh, live for just the two of us. Um, me Ooh. who went to a tournament I'm not really allowed to talk about, and Anthony who didn't go to a tournament. So we're here to we're here to share our thoughts, feelings, tribulations of about 40k. It's probably oh, so many like tribulations. So many. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually I'm fairly fairly positive about 40k right now. Too hard. Um, yeah, we're here to do that. We're gonna run the usual 90 minutes or so. We're gonna talk a bunch about Warhammer. We'll talk about Tacoma. Um, there were some other events this weekend I paid precious little attention to, like London Open, uh, a team tournament that Team England or half of Team England won. Um, no lists, no lists for Team England on the on the list on the event page, obviously. So, well, Nas went and won that single. Oh no, got beat by Boris. Almost won the singles event. Oh, I, I think I have. A, I have a. I heard a funny story about him, like him refusing to play the semi. Hereki, like round five, paired into Boris and refused to play. And went to go to the bar, and Boris chased him down. I was like, "No, I'm like, going. You have to play." And then beat him anyway. <laughs> just like put him in the grass. Like, no, no, I just wanted to beat, bro. Yeah, I just need it on the the paper. <laughs> and then Boris then lost in the mirror in the finals to Yokel. Yeah, yeah. No, it was super awesome. Love, love the meta. <laughs> looking at the one, two, three of that one. GSC, GSC. Looking at the one, two, three of there was another one that was Eldar, 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 and then yeah. Tacoma was Custodes, Custodes. <laughs> it's like sure does feel like there's um some disparation going on at these different terrain format. Yeah, I don't know if that could be an impact. Right? Uh, how is my nap in this? As I uh, unfortunately I I did not manage to fall asleep, so I am uh, I'm I'm good. There's solid, liquid, gas, plasma, and it is as the five stages. Yeah, uh, good job. Got there. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, so uh, let's do the how we've we been. That's probably the best place to start. Anthony, how you been? Um, playing tenth, so I've been better. Um, aside from that, pretty good. Things are going pretty well. Um, I'm not, you know, nothing super exciting. What did I do last weekend? Oh, I got Fox back into the game. He's coming to War Masters, so that'll be fun. Uh, his you first. Rearranged your room. Or... I'm in a different room. Rearranged. We rearranged like the house. Uh, so what was once like the art room ostensibly that Anna was using is now like the room that I have. <laughs> um, if I'm not sure, yeah. This desk looks very silly. There's like work computer, this, and then like desktop. So a wildly unnecessary nonsense in this corner, but at least it's contained now instead of being in three places. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, going your first event of 10th being War Masters after no reps since like ages ago is going to be a vibe so good luck brandon um should be interesting we'll see how it goes yeah it'll be a good time as for myself i am just back from 11 days in poland super awesome um i will say the entirety of europe besides like where i am right now is going through like the worst heat like a decade and i was not equipped <laughs> yeah it was hot last year so i, I am not a I am not a man who is built for 30 degree weather at 
10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. So it was real interesting. You get in the car and like I had like, I'd left a bottle of like Fanta in my bag at like the venue and I came out and I drank it and it was actively like, it was actively like I had had it out of a kettle, like boiling hot Fanta. Um, it was, and it was so warm that I drank it and thought it was quenching. So <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is so much cooler than the air. So, oh, um, so yeah, that was a, that was a thing to be, to be fair though. So we did, uh, we did a team tournament on the first weekend where we Silesia, uh, team championship with Brian and Myson and Typhus is our coach. Uh, and we played triple rake night Eldar because we have no chill and Gene Cults and Deathwatch. And the list of that are available online because only the Team Poland's ones are hidden. They didn't have any respect. They were like, well, hide all the Team Poland's list. Who's gone list? Nobody can. So they can be So ours are available. Uh, is that for both weekends that you were there? Yeah. All the, all the, so the Silesia Team Championships, they're just like, any Team Poland players, your lists aren't public. You can, people who are at the event will get uh, So I played three people whose lists I never got to. So we didn't get that PDF. So nice. Warhammer's really. And the Triple Wraith Night, yeah, we knew it was dying. So it was like, yeah, it's fine. Brian, uh, Brian still managed to lose a game with his fucking four, four 20 nils in like 15 minutes. And then played the other mirror went and got high rolled. Scammed. This was pre points nerf as well. You know, I feel bad for neither of them. No, me neither. It was really funny because it was the only like, that round wasn't even still wasn't evil speeches. <laughs> like I put some orcs in the ground and Myson like a thousand subs player conceded on turn one to Myson's cults. So you know normal stuff for tough. Um, I think my favorite thing was the team that we played in that last round came fourth on tiebreakers where they needed so they came tied exactly two hundred and seven like tournament points like no scoring uh, with the team that came third. And they lost by 10 on actual total aid points, like the VP differential. Like VP, like actually people like the 100 to 10, 100 to 100 scores was the third tiebreaker. And their 1,000 subs player conceded on turn one and took a zero. So if they, and they lost by like 10 points. So if that guy had just like played turn two, they would have come third, which is my favorite, favorite least. I feel bad for the guys. That guy got <laughs> beat up in the apartments later. I feel, I feel really bad for them as well, because my game ended 19-1. But I'd miscounted all my scoreboards. He submitted his two, realized, refreshed it, changed it to nineteen one, and then they lost. And then they drew for the point. Oh, I'm like, thank oh God! Like, oh. So I also feel like I just like stole it, started like direct, like directly took the sandwich out of his mouth. You know? Yeah. It's like no, you don't get that. Um, but no, it was really cool. It was really awesome to play pool, and everybody was super welcoming. As far as like being a random singles event, uh, basically knowing no issues with everybody, like playing and played in English for us. Uh, I don't think I played on a clock the entire weekend. It was it was super chill. We did like a grill barbecue on the Saturday night with everybody at the venue. It was really nice. It was just like a random little. I described it as looking like six weeks away from being a Call of Duty map electrical plant. Um, really weird. It was like yeah. a like a fitness center or community center that the electrical plant had built next to it to like cancel out the environmental impacts. I think it was. It was like yeah, we understand that we're destroying your environment. Here's a fitness center with a gym and uh, <laughs> so we played in there. It was really. Um, but I did discover um, the best store in the world, which is Jabka, with like a it's convenience the best. store. Yeah, everyone knows Jabka is the best. Uh, I got also, to, nothing costs anything in Poland. Try and not particularly enjoy a bunch of Polish foods, which I don't think was ever was ever particularly threatening. Um, yeah, it was a good time. And then I went and played. In, I went and stayed in a hotel for a week with Gitu Meissen and uh, Gitu, sorry, Gitu Tigers and Brian. And we played like two games of Fortnite a day every day while we all worked from home on different, which was nice. really weird, confusing, and difficult to arrange. You'd like go. You'd like one person to take a work call at like seven seven a.m. Finish theirs at 12. I'd be waking up. We'd play a game. I'd go and do my work for the day. They'd play another game. I'd return. <laughs> I feel like it's weird. That's what it, what it could be. But we ended up grinding through like a bunch of super cool lists and matchups. Aerated a bunch of lists for Pyra. 
and found some cool faction tech and all that stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, it was Woo! great. Like, uh, I sure did play a whole bunch of games into a whole bunch of things I wasn't planning on. Um, and then, like, find out a whole bunch of stuff about my list, my faction. It was great. Uh, and then we went to the actual Pyra, where very, very minimally, there is some stuff available. It was a team event between ourselves, Poland, a Poland B team, the Netherlands, Belgium, and Denmark. And we managed to come third at that. We lost Poland and the Netherlands, which we, nobody was super shocked at. Uh, and we beat Denmark and Belgium and the other team. Um, Brian was the high scorer for the tournament at 95 out of 100, which is always super cool. Uh, I managed to scrape and grind uh, an 8 an 8-12 loss, a 9-11 loss, a 10-10, and two 12-8s, which is not what I'm used to doing at team events. But it's really yeah, hard when you can't give yourself on. any pairing. When you're like, oh, my list isn't good. I can't give myself any pairing resources. I guess I'll struggle, boss. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I played way too much 40k. I got way too drunk on the Saturday and some dumb shit. Uh, yeah, center stuff. It was great. They came out and handed every team like three 500 milliliter balls of vodka and said, hey, this is yours. And I drank way too much of it. I mean, you didn't drink as much as Liam. Uh, I actually did drink more than Liam that night. It was the night before that Liam fell in the bush. Maybe relative um, to each other? Oh, okay, there we go. Liam managed to fall in a bush three times and then... Boy's built different, unless he plays Brian. Boy, boy is... Um... But yeah, no, the event was super good. It was great to do a bunch of testing. We've all like shared matrixes afterwards. We're going to be working on like post-event stuff and you know getting a bunch of iteration. People have taken a bunch of lists on board. It's going to be great. Like there's a ton of stuff to take away from it. None of which I can share with anybody. Um, so if you're one of the like 50 people who's allowed to know about that event, it was a great time. Please stop texting and chat, Ayer and Chris. It's really much. I love it. It's hilarious. Please keep doing that. That's what I will funny. say is uh, more events should be in hotels where food is six pounds for like a, a restaurant meal. Uh, I highly recommend. Um, <laughs> so we should do more events in Poland specifically, is what you're saying. And seven days in the, in the same hotel is. Uh, you think so? I did not. I did not enjoy really much. Like the, I don't know. It was really weird on like the scheduling side of things, where like you'd sometimes just be like sat on your own for like four hours with fuck all to do. Everybody else was working, and I don't do well in that kind of environment. So it was just a little. Um, just look at your phone for a bit, take a nap. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. It was it was weird. It was just it was a it was a confusing. Um, Plus, feeling like a two-year-old did not help. I could not speak to anybody, order anything, go anywhere. Yep. Like, I figured that Little had, um, had like, automated self-service, so that was the only place I shot. Nice. Yeah, I, like, when I got picked up on the Monday for my taxi back to the airport, the guy was, like, something in Polish, and I just went, no Polska, and got in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't do this. Um, but, uh, it was a weird and good. But no, I'll definitely, we'll definitely. Pyro was. It's a shame America will never be invited. You're too good. You guys have hit the threshold where like you're not good enough to get. You're too good to get invited to the cool events. Ah, eh, we don't know that. That's true. We could go and throw yeah. this year. Maybe we That's suck. True. You guys could suck. Yeah, we probably don't suck, but we could suck. Who knows? Cool. With all that, let's talk a bit about. We don't have stats. Um, there. In theory, the stats are done. But nobody sent it to me. Someone smarter I'm... than us has the stats, and that is going to be to everyone else's detriment. Sorry. Um, presumably, Knights Eldar and Gene Circles are a problem, and Sword Custodia is probably a little bit. Um, I... Yep. The top of the meta is a nightmare. Imagine watch, playing singles right now. You watched the Tacoma finals. Oh, I loved it. It was the best. That was the best 40k game I've ever watched. It was so symptomatic of the edition. It was amazing. It was so good. Trimble's just like, and here we go. And just like gets out his fucking broom and just shoves his mans forward. Yeah. So for anybody who didn't watch the Tacoma, very broadly, Steve Trimble playing 30 custodian guard and shit uh, is playing <laughs> against Hank Adams with two Caladius and nine custodian shit. guard. Seven Alaris, six Wardens, two Caladius, and shit. Um, Steve goes for, and they're playing 
player placed objectives with objectively the my least um and you look at the board and there's like one in steve's deployment zone two in hanks and two in the mid board and you're like well i can tell which one of them is gonna have to push forward this game well one of them i i would bet you anything that steve put the one in hank's deployment zone there it was like i'm going for it yeah i don't need to have i don't have two units to put in my deployment zone and put one yeah you got I, it i did not catch that um so yeah very broadly steve just goes well what if i just make all three of these my deployment zone and puts 30 custodian guard in the middle going first and goes all right what's your plan no goes, no pretense of hiding just like in the middle on the plexi i i'm gonna be honest i can respect it and then goes Clock to you, try and kill me. And Hank does, and Hank kills like, in Custodian Guard and loses 20 back. Uh, and it's, yeah, kills six with just his Caladius guns, which is like no Custodies player in their life has failed that many saves. And then just. I think stop. it was just, I think it was all of Hank's, which will include like the. the no, no, it was just the Caladius. Just the Caladius. Just the Caladius killed six. I fired armies into some dumbass. Yep. God, I hate. Me too. I think my, least favorite, my least favorite thing in fourth year is a fork of honorable save. I just can't. Every every single person that I, play, I played against like last weekend, between like thousands of Necron um, custodies, it's just like, so I have three, four ups to fail to make. I'm going to pass two of them every time, every turn. It's just like, it's 50% round up, right? Doesn't matter. Make them take seven, they'll fail three. Make them take 10, they'll fail four because it'll do average there. I hate yeah. that. I hate four ups so cut that much. The worst is when you make that, when you're like finally like, fuck it, and you land your hammer unit, and you're like, take 24 ups, and they fell 17 of them, and you're like, god damn it, no. why now? No, that's never once happened to me. I'm not gonna. Oh, that happens to me. Yeah. When I like I overcommit that. into something that's already hurt, that's when it's time to fail the four. There was there was one game this weekend. I'm gonna just tell talk about it because I played against the Magnus at Pirate, and I will be shocked. Uh, I walked out, fired 10 Desolation Wings, and a full squad of Desolation, um, full squad of two full squads of Frag Cannons at it. And uh, put four damage on him with lethal hits. Seems good. And I'm like, well, I guess um, guess I'm not winning this game. <laughs> nope. She's just looked at him like, that was my old target too. Oops. <sighs> he only used one reroll as well. It was six natural paths. And no blanks. Just no. Just, fuck you. Stream flat. Just like, what am I? What am I meant to hear? <laughs> I don't know how I'm meant to. How am I meant to do this? And then I take like 87 million devastating wounds back. Like, Twelve eight by the way. Thousand sun counter. Um. <laughs> they sure can't. They're like, you're down. Fuck. Um. So yeah, um, so in the Tacoma finals, uh, I, I think personally, I don't think that squad that was on the right should have been able to run the division. I'm sure there was a way, but it sure did. So far, I mean, it's tenth. He doesn't get to control where his models go. He does. You get a little bit of control. You get enough control that if you remember your opponent, has, you can probably win. But can you? It's a core strat. What's he supposed to do? Anyway, um, it's great saying. Like, I, I mean, nothing, nothing bad about this to Hank. I, I did not pay attention, but like. I feel like if you were really thinking about that strategy at the time, you could have engine movement into the charge in such a way. Could you? But, Probably. Did it look like both players were using all of their brain no, in that game? Absolutely. It's the end of the ninth round of a super, and you're both been playing custodians. You've not engaged a thought since round since round. I'm, not, I'm sure you're not thinking about it. That but I really feel like if you were in the right headspace, that heroic doesn't happen, and I think hang from there. But it's not what happened. So yeah. Hank sure did kill everything in Steve except the one squad that was left, and that one squad sure did kill everything else. It doesn't take many custodies to kill you. Yeah, I do. Yeah. We'll say my least favorite tanks get karate. Sure didn't help them. They got popped by by like four guard. I mean that shit's funny, but it's not like actually that relevant a lot of the time. The man, you tell me it's not relevant when your main primary damage in melee hits on fours, and I'll tell you. Ugh, what are you yeah, doing? Heavy thunder hammers, bro, on fours, basically. Ew. No. Melee that hits on fours. What are you fucking guard at ranged? Ugh. 
No, Garden of Rage Battle. What are you on about? No, that's 10th. 9th. No, that's Manicores now. You don't remember Manicores they hit on Tuesday rolling with lethal hits? This is great podcasting. Um, anyway, hey. uh, Tacoma looked evil. Um, the terrain was shockingly terrible for towering, but I think all the other players killed them all. Yeah, I was going to say, outside of towering, that terrain, was, that terrain set's like totally fine. Yeah, um, for sure. But inside of towering... Yeah, with some towering being inside. around. Spooky. Yeah. So, you, know, you know the biggest problem with towering is, though, is that you can still go second against Eldar and then, like, you know... Dude, or that guy playing fucking Iron Hands who took no mercy on those night players. What, what was that? I didn't see that. Dude, a guy took three Lancers, three Repexes, and a Strayus and something else and was just like, fuck you, and paired knights five times. <laughs> oh, my hero. Um... I did see the Grey Knights guy with the Thunderhawk and the guy with the Warhound Titan. Dude, I... And I think he won games, so... The triple Rep X man is just, like... There's a picture that Tim has, I think, or Brian sent us, of, like, him successfully rolling to go first, and he's just like, and it is mint. It's like, you thought towering was your advantage. Yeah, you did think that, I'm sure, at one point. Woo boy! Look, man, you play, you mess with you, you get this you, right? Yeah. That's how it do. We have had our couple. So we've had Ayer saying, hi, Chris, it's nice seeing you here. Chris texting in the chat. Dan says, hey, to Turbo and Von, the Von in the Sleeper. Um, my favorite thing about 40k 10th edition is still that people have been saying Von Innes is Leaper to their like pra- <laughs> like they're playing games with the Aaronids and then their friends just looking at them really confused because it's currently my name in the stat check discord. Yeah. It has been for a couple months now and right. people are using it like unintentionally in real games and that makes me laugh so hard. Uh, I might change it to the Nord Innesary now though because that thing. That thing's so cool. Oh, yeah, man. we can talk. We can talk nids in a minute. We're gonna finish talking about events, and oh. then uh, D- Daniel says, "David Gillard, if you're here, Nathan needs help." Warhound guy won. F- so honestly, there were people who tried to go with this, and that guy brought three vindicators and three whirlwinds. Uh, and um, sorry, three vindicators and warhound, and I think like some tactical squads. So you know that guy's better. Than- like that guy deserved. Yeah. Victory through like a moral victory, if nothing else. Yeah, I mean, man put eleven hundred points in a model. He knows what he's about. Um, Nathan is putting some stats into chat. Uh, in first place for the week was Eldar with a sixty percent win rate with the mirror room, a three point nine two over it, and that, they were nine point one percent of the meta. That's sixty eight percent, by the way. Yeah, six three point nine two over at for being nine point one percent of the meta, which means roughly thirty six percent of top fours were Eldar this week. That's good. Probably like 33. So like a third of all top results for Elder. In second was Gene Starkholz with... Oh, I can actually... Yeah, there we go. Yeah, hell yeah. In second place was Gene Starkholz with 82.2% when removed. A 4.27%, making up 4.2% of the match. So very roughly 17% of top fours. So between them and Eldar, for anybody counting, that's uh, over 50, very roughly. Uh, IK is third with 58.7 win rate and 0.45 over it. IK might be good, but they sure do have a lot of players playing Knights. Um, yep. Uh, Custodians are in fifth because fourth place doesn't matter with a 50 cent win rate and a 1.33% over it. All I know is that whatever's in fourth is whatever Nathan wants to play next. <laughs> it's probably Marines, right? It's almost it's yeah. Um I would imagine it's. Thousands on? Tsons are Marines, would my guess. Uh, Custodians in fifth with a 1.33 over at 74 percent of that, which is again one, which is again another 10%. So between. Between GSC, Eldar, and Custodes, that is 60% of the top fours from the week are those three factions. Nice. Cool. Cool. Thanks. Anyway, uh, and Votan had the worst win rate for the weekend at 24 points, which is honestly higher than I would have guessed. They should be Ballistic Skill 5. They are actually on a decent number of guns. So Sick. Cool. 
<laughs> you just mean army wide or yeah yeah they whatever is currently four should be five whatever's five should be six no whatever is five should be made into a melee weapon <laughs> but keep the same range right you get to charge at 24 inch range that'd make berserkers actually good maybe berserkers could have a 24 inch engagement you consider running yes there you go we found what anthony needs in 4k ranged melee yes ideally oh anyway um shall we talk about what do you want to talk about i i don't really have anything i don't have anything great oh they just got hate on votan do we want to talk about who his models are for like two minutes holy moly god like damn I was trying to get some custodes done, and now do black going everywhere talking about Crusher again. So, like, look, this is the this is the issue. This is the the area I live in. I have such little faith in Tenth that they've told me Crusher is coming, shown me these new models, and I'm still like, it could get fucked up. Like, they could release Crusher and have it be like plus one strength for monsters on the charge, or it could be minus one damage in an invul. And a lot of those niche sheets are a lot scarier with an inbuilt invul and minus one damage. I'm not saying that I saw those models when I was in Poland and came back and built my Leviathan boxes, but I did build three cycles. So, yeah. Oh, um, Tacoma. Let's finish, let's finish one thing on Tacoma. How did the Team USA boys do? Uh, generally well. Lucas got a little bit scammed. So we sent Lucas into Tacoma playing Imperial Knights because we were doing some team stuff that we were moving around and testing. And Lucas, like, you know, lost a game, whatever. It was kind of expected to lose, like, one. And then he, after losing his game, immediately got team-killed by Naj on Custodes on the list that won the event, which sucked. So, um, aside from that, uh, generally everyone did really well. I think Tyler dropped one game who did super well. Uh, Shout-out to Noah. He might be the nicest man in 40K. Oh, easy. There you go. Um, love Noah deeply. Uh, if you don't like Noah, it's a you problem. Go get therapy. You need help. Um, so yeah, the, everyone did pretty well. Ben, I think was the highest placer than Tyler. Yeah. Like a bunch of the boys did like super well. Um, yeah, broadly very proud of all my, all my lads going out there and doing things. Um, generally did pretty well. People played lots and lots of events or people played lots and lots, like lots and lots of team USA boys played at that event. So I see Tyler played James Goldberg and Goonhammer in the last round. Yes. He said that that, uh, wings list was like super interesting to play into actually. So that's cool. 16 out of 26 factions. That's dark. Also, apparently Tyler and Noah Badom's game is Sanity. Yeah. Tyler, Harpoon Overwatch. Tyler lost his Acolyte Bombs God with a Primus in it to a Harpoon. Like, the whole thing. Just, like... I mean, there's a decent chance it just dies to the Flamer, right? But Or but no, like maybe the... with a Neo Squad. I don't... He lost, like, something that was, like, very important, and it was just, like, poof, gone. Like, I would expect to lose between, like, Siege Breakers, Top Missile, Meltas, the Flamer, and the Harpoon. There's a decent chance you lose a 10 man of that thing. But... Whatever he lost, it included his Warlord and gave the Dominus that was in his deployment zone a 5-up. So... That does take a turn to trigger, but sure. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Valiant and his deployment, bottom of one. Mysterious go- Gaming. Um, anyway, yeah, they did really well. Very proud of them. They all did well. Good. I'm glad to hear. Right. Nits again. So they showed off for Gene Sealers, Hormigaunts, more Termigaunts, Pyrovore, Biovore, Lictor, Neurolictor, Norn Emissary, Norn Assimilator, Deathly. Yeah. Literally, the most of the reason that I expect to be able to play Nids is because they get to do the thing that my beloved Chaos factions do, which is 50-point squad of idiots stand over there, 1,800 points of gas go over there, and that is my favorite thing in 40k. So if they can do that in the new book, I'm in. Let me get a bunch of mine. You missing Crusher was the, your biggest bit, right? Yeah, 100%. It's not even close. Like, it is the worst decision I've made in 40k was missing Crusher. 
I really don't want to do it again. I'm a little bit worried about like making sure that I actually get to do it, but we'll see. I have a bunch of chairs from Kent Design Philosophy. There's no way that this is those things are going to be like towering and murder psychers or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> they have night guns. Yeah, it's going to be like you know, you know what that that thing the the Norn emissary's brain gun is going to be like a Castellan gun that's D3 shots and psychic and just towering with like two up four up because it's a tiered monster. Yeah, I mean maybe. Right? It could be crazy. I I desperately want that to be. That said, they've I think they've said that they've they're not like removing detachments as things go on, right? So like if Crusher is expected to be like a evergreen playstyle for Nids, then it makes more sense for me. Because I'm not super like I don't give a single shit about current like gaunts whatever stuff. Like I don't give a fuck about any of that. So like but Crusher for gaming, that's an army I can play. I can respect it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I need more coaching clients. So if anybody would like to help me by Terran, it's thatjustcheck.com slash coaching. <laughs> Good plug. Because uh, I would love to talk about um, anything so that I can buy Norn Emissary. <laughs> I would buy a plushie gaunt. That is absolutely. Um, yeah. But uh, new Sporemine plushie, I would probably not because I don't really want to risk that thing like detonating. That seems like <laughs> a Yeah. Right. Shall we talk? Should we talk about general state of 40k? Because you're having a terrible time. I'd like to talk a little bit about my experience playing a bunch of high level 40k over the past two yeah, go for Just it. Just because it would be simple. All right. Um, game is shit. Nobody's denying that. However, when you are playing two not the best factions into each other, so basically when there is nothing involving, basically if you play a game where Eldar and Custodes, Eldar and GSC aren't involved and you're not a melee army playing into Custodes or like Death Guard, Admech, Votan, like one of the garbagey ones, and you're playing into the other ones, the game's still pretty fun. And I still enjoy 40k. Um, I can get behind that. There is a lot of dumb decisions in 10th edition. At the core, though, I still played a bunch of really, really tough games of 40k over the past, I played like 15 years of 40k in the past two, and I would say, outside of every single one I played into Eldar, uh, and I mean, I played Death Watch, which is like the hilarious, yeah, no, I just win that, it's great. Um, you don't have to try, it's so fun. Uh, you're just like, yeah, so, it got all these these dudes that you can't ever interact with, what's, what's your plan? And then they lose, yeah. it's great. Um, Everybody loves that. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's a, it's a taste of their own medicine. For uh, you just say, "I'm going to vect one with the darkness," and then you, they look at you and they're like, "Oh no, what have I done?" And you're going first, so they can't even use it twice, and you delete everything they have on the board. It's great. It's really fun. They um, get to recycle into their blips over there, which I then put in scepters on top of. Yeah, um, yeah. three inch deep strength, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you got to screen it out when I can ingress. Uh, um, I will ingress is a horribly messed up mechanic that is the only thing holding the, the armies game together right now. Um, yep kind of fantastic how terrible it is and also how much of a crutch it is for ingress and lone op is like the the shit glue keeping 10th a stable <laughs> like ship playable yeah yeah it's that and that and like l's l's with no windows it's like the the, the three Dude, horsemen of like holding together the, the footprint of how much terrain is on a wtc table that we're just like pretending is okay <laughs> like there's like yeah you can shoot very specifically down this like one millimeter gap and the worst thing is it doesn't even like stop shooting army well they don't need line of sight i'm gonna grab out the wc because that's actually yeah they did a wonderful job by the way oh yeah for the amount of time the wc guys had i don't think the maps are perfect i think they're the best we have in the situation i mean they're there's so much better than any yeah a hundred percent yeah there's absolutely things i would change on basically every map however i also don't think they resembling the time that and i think given the time and feedback they had They've done a great job, but I don't need to do slides. Let's show window. So this is the new WC map. Very basically, you're looking at uh, big ruins, 
little ruins that don't have any windows anymore. You can tell from the big the big X's. Uh, and then this stuff, which is um, like 10, 10 to 12 ruins aboard. Um, 10 massive ruins with windowless first floor. Yeah. Every, single, every single one of these ruins is 72 square inches. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> You'll also notice that on like basically every board, there are no objectives in it. They're all like this is this is a light board, and I think it might be the only board in that has an objective. The, the, the game. <laughs> I like I like these ones where they're just like yeah. So we can join two ruins, and then there's this like gap here. You just can't shoot it. No, no, no. Yeah, they're like pretend, we know there's pretend a gap. this is one ruin. Yeah, we know there's a gap there. It counts as sealed. Fuck you. Yeah, there's there's no greater feeling than like in the diagonal deployments like this one, just deploying your entire army here and realizing that if your opponent just like drops a higher backfield is open, so you can't like have anything in your backfield. So and then anything just like strat reserves in off the side or deep strikes in and just like your entire army anyway. Uh, um, you play this on like a sweeping engagement deployment zone. Yeah, this. Uh, and you're just like, yeah. so I can deploy my backfield and there's an angle from my opponent's deployment zone. Cool. So how do I screen anything ever? Yeah, I know. It's great. And then, like, a night watch from, like, here to here looks to your backfield, or, like, just walks here down to here. Home objective, because you're too big to fit into this bit, so it, like, trails out a little bit, and you still get shot anyway. Um, I mean, it's nice. There, there has to be some boards like that, because, you know, it's a pairings process. You have to have some boards that... You Someone has to eat shit. Not everybody gets yeah, that. Exactly. exactly. You, you know, you got to be able to do something into the Eldar player that did, you know? Like, you want to deploy here? I'm going to try and coin flip. Um, but, yeah, the boards are so incredibly bad. Uh... It's just terrain, terrain it helps a ton, right? Like, I definitely felt like as long as I was reasonably hiding most of my army, I could limit the amount of shooting turn one into armies. Like, yeah, you can slow them you down. You can definitely slow down. Yeah. And there's enough terrain on the board that you can, like, actually reasonably stage up some amount of melee units. Yep. Um, like, Custodes, great on these. Like, a thousand Suns have a great time. You can, like, walk up Terminators and have them pretty good places. Magnus, this, like, there's, there's lots of, like, these boards definitely address a ton of issues. They also, and I know this is, like, an unfair criticism of WTC, uh, look like shit, right? Like, I know that the, the goal of them isn't to be, like, nice and thematic and cool-looking boards, but for gameplay consideration, these boards are fantastic. For actual, like, casual play, like, I can't recommend these to anybody in terms of, like, wanting to play a good-looking and engaging and fun game because they well, just don't look like... I think... They're unreasonable amounts of terrain. I think this is the only way to play a fun game of 10th. I agree that you're probably not going to get to play a narrative game of 10th, but now we have very different expectations of, like, what is supposed to happen. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I 100% agree that there's no, like, I can't be, I'm not looking at this, like, you know, I think the problem for WTC, like, for WTC, and for anybody who's going to, like, if I'm going to run events in Scotland, I'm going to run them with this terrain, because it's the way to, for me, so far, the best way to an enjoyable and fair experience for both players, regardless of, no, seventy percent of our making, like the top fifteen percent and the top and the bottom fifteen percent. I'm sorry, like terrain can't help you. There are fundamental flaws with your army composition that prevent this in effect for you. But yeah. for everybody else in the reasonably fat middle, like basically everything from like thousand sons and marines down to like probably like just slightly better than sisters. Like you can play games on these boards, and they will be, if not completely fair, will be competitive. But right? you will have to work and try. Yeah, you can but, pretend to play a game. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. World that you're staging on these boards isn't going to help you because your army, like, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. Your army uh, costs too much. Your stats are quite bad. Your models aren't very good. You're... I mean, like, you play Votan versus World Eaters on these boards. I'm sure you'll have a great time. Oh, yeah, you'll smoke check those Votan, but, like, you know. Um, but, like, it's very telling that the Reddit thread for these, like, I understand that, like, the Reddit stunning indictment of the state of competitive 40k. Like, it's definitely representative of a small group that are hyper-invested in talking about 40k. But 
even that community was ostensibly like the competitive Reddit thread is basically like the people who care enough about 40k to want to talk about specifically, not just that, right? Um, and it draws in people who are competitive and go to tournaments, people who just want to play fair games with their friends. And 90% of the people who look at these run, these don't look like three. Like they just don't, right? Um, and I think that's for me a bigger a, a, like it's not a problem with the WC boards, it's a problem with the 10th edition in general. That the boards that it pushes you towards just don't don't work because this is trying to address the towering problem where Tacoma just kind of said towering isn't a problem, it's fine. Um, and they work great in that sense. Like if you ignore the towering is fine, the Tacoma boards are because these are based on the boards, right? They're right. different and I think there's some of them that are a little more dead, some of them are a little less dead. Um, but broadly they're kind of based on the but because they've tried to acknowledge that towering is not a thing leave alone in Warhammer, whereas Tacoma kind of went, we intended this for knights. Um, it's you know, they, the boards look better, the boards look more narrative, but like there's still no reason to run forests or hills or like that, on the, which you know, I think is a shame because boards look better when there is more different terrain elements, right? It gives you more options, it's more dynamic. But I mean, I miss the vents, like, dude. The vents were a great solution. But... I mean, vents were great, but I feel like if you just made vents be what forests are for this edition, sure, like you could very comfortably run, like you're in a forest, you get stealth and cover, right? Like you can't hide, but there's a terrain piece you can put on an objective. That makes it, you know, like open but you know holdable. There's nothing that gives you just like cover now, right? Like well, cover doesn't fucking do anything ninety percent of the time anymore. So I mean, cares? cover doesn't do anything in the sense that everything just has plus one armor saves. Not the same thing. But I just meant that like cover is often ignored or irrelevant. Is what I was getting at. I don't know. I I don't personally agree with that. I feel like covers had a pretty large impact on a lot of the games I played. Yeah. Um, not every army has unilateral access to ignore cover or enough AP to get through, and it's one of the bigger I would say stratifying factors in 10th edition is how much access to high enough or cover you have. Yeah, actually I guess I'm thinking of like the things that are a problem, right? Which are yeah, either exactly. just gonna like dev yeah, wound. Sure. GSC and Eldar don't give a toss, but like a lot of marine units do like desolation wounded, obviously. But like Deathwatch pay a fairly real cost for getting access to it. Um not that I think Deathwatch's access to it is one of the better factions in this space group. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing, but it's definitely yeah. one of the driving forces behind the Deathwatch BS Marine faction is yeah. because they have so much they have reasonable access to North Cover and a bunch of blast weapons that work with like Bandsweeper. Whereas something like and I mean like you're talking like you were talking about the Iron Hands list earlier, but like the Rand Lancer effects is like unilaterally AP four, right? Like isn't worrying about cover. Yeah, and then you sure. play into any faction that doesn't ignore cover and it's like, wow, this is actually difficult to do damage with. Yeah. It contributes to the stratification, right? Yeah, like... exactly. Which is why I think you just kinda need to I don't know, treat cover as if it's less universal, but it's to be universal right now. If cover was harder to get, ignore cover would be less. Yeah. I mean, cover um, is a joke to receive. They should probably make cover infantry only. Yeah, I'd be cool with, like, infantry. Like, or, yeah, sure, whatever. Mounted. Basically, non-vehicle, non-monster. Yeah. Like, but then also, I feel like, at that point, crisis suits can't be vehicles still, because crisis suits probably should get cover. Nah, right? fuck like, them. <laughs> but, um, that's also a fair point from Contact Lost. To what extent is this terrain an attempt to be practical as WT trying to use the terrain they have? Which, yeah. I think if WC were designing the trip from the ground up, they would probably do this slightly differently. But this is the terrain set that they would have that they are making work as best as the general parameters GW have set out. And I think they've done a really good job of it. And I have absolutely no... They are safe. Just like straight up. These are these are like 5th edition says a death, you know? They have to be. Yeah, I know. But it's... I don't know. It's disappointing. I don't know it's if like... I have any WC... It's disappointing, like, not from WTC, right? I don't, I don't mean it in that way. It's disappointing in a... Think about how much terrain you now have to get to having to play reasonable games as a player in your garage or as a store that just to start having a fair yeah. and fun for like it's so rude to just be like yeah so you need to have 10 ruins and extra stuff on every board you play on yep you uh you go down to your mdf shop and you cut a bunch of fucking plates in half and you 
put whatever you think is cool on them. And you hope the towering fucks all of that? Or you FAQ it, like our super chat just asked about. Uh, what do you think about LSO train rules for rules, ruins blocking lines? So I this think... is LSO basically went with ruins or influence. So Frontline made a bunch of really cool changes for um, LSO. They changed uh, the player placed attacker defender cycle a little bit. So the first drop still gets one, but then the person going second now gets two. Um, so you're less likely to get like crate in the middle scammed and then immediately lose the game. Because if someone does that, you then get to set up two staging pieces two staging in the middle. Pieces, yeah. And then you're no that, that makes a ton of sense. Like doing it like a like a slightly diluted space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It and removes that... the like mentalness of doing it back and forth, like one, two, so on, yeah. and but like one, then two. Yeah, and it works great. I think I think that should be a huge change. The other change that they made is they really limited the number of layouts that they're sending there. So based on the mission pack, it's just the cathedral set, the chaos set, and the sister set, which are all reasonable pieces when combined with this change of essentially reintroducing obscuring. Um, and that is a much, much, much better rule set than the GW8 under. I'm sorry, Sebastian. How do you make these layers work with GW plastic on Realm of Battleboard with molded hills and skulls? You don't, probably. Yeah, probably not. But I think it'd be really funny to try. Yeah, sure. Imagine um, just like molding w like ruins into w into the like the preset. No. Um, but yeah, I think I think for me, I think the change that I would make to towering is that you count as within a train piece if you're partially within. So like, if you have a big ruin base like like this one here. And you have your knight base. Like currently, to get a knight onto this, you have to be fully on the plate. I think if you're a towering model, once you toe into it, it works like it's over the train piece. And I think any, I'd be okay with. It. Is there any reason not to just remove it? Past the fact that they're stubborn. I I, I think it's the general sense of like the knight base is so big that it's hard to get a full terrain. Yeah. And then it's fair to just be like, you know what? If a knight walks up to a ruin, I'm fairly okay with. It. Yeah, I guess. And I think that's a good way to like tweak, it, keep the intent of towering, which is that like a towering knight can eat over terrain pieces. But without making it every turn. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Tim asks, why do people think towering is such a big issue if it's sold? The basic premise is the towering issue of coin flips in a very unhealthy way, which is basically like if you can't hide from knights and knights can't hide from what is your incentive to do anything besides deploy on the line? Right? Like you don't have a further, like you can't hide. So, you know, all you have is try to try to stay at range of their generally pretty long range guns. You know, like a rapid fire battle cannon is 72 inch range. Pretty I've, never long. Seen one. I've never <laughs> seen a rapid fire battle cannon not rapid fire. Yeah, um, it's probably the easiest way to put that. Um, I did once deploy thirty-six point one away from a crusader, so I had to move that. Got him. Uh, <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, you can you can play reserves, but playing reserves means that you have less on the board to like Deal make it less the point. But right, like yeah. you're now suddenly you go second, you get pressured by the knights even more, and you lose even harder. Right, yeah. like it's not that nothing can beat knights on towering terrain. Like you definitely can. Right, like there are armies that can withstand that amount of damage. Like elder, like custodians are armies that can take damage and hit back hard enough that it doesn't matter. The knights yeah. can roll bad. You can roll bad into the knights, right? There's lots of... But none of those are skill-testing factors, right? They make the game about towering, not about how good you are as a 40k player, and that's the inherently unhealthy. There's nothing in the towering rule that promotes healthy gameplay. It just promotes bad decisions, you know, going for risks that you probably shouldn't because, you know, you don't have any other choice. Yeah, I agree. Uh... I'm going to hold off on answering any more questions in the chat just now, just to move on a little bit. I'm going to do the plugs now. The show question Discord, I think, is probably the best way to finish that. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, very broadly, um, I like the I like the dirty boards. I'm looking forward to playing on them. I got a bunch of prep on them for Pyra. Uh, we played very, we played basically these maps. Um, they are 
generally pretty great. It's super weird having like like this where they touch the board edge. There's just like no sight lines down the board edges after playing like GW Open Terrain, where there's just like the entire like six inches of the board edge is just a killing field. It's quite different. Um, adding lots of melee staging is great. If only there were playable melee units um, for if like only. Um, but no, broadly massive massive fan of what you do, of um, what WC have done here, and looking forward to see what comes out of the event. But if you're playing at home, don't don't try to call maps. I don't I don't really recommend it. Try and play as close to the GW maps and talk to your friend who plays knights about maybe for a bit. You uh you seemed pretty excited about that Deathwing Knight unit. Come on, that's a melee unit. It doesn't have any guns. It doesn't, but it's not exciting because it's good. It's exciting because ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that unit is dumb. So the the basic premise is that you can run a Deathwing Knight unit with a captain in it that gains that gives him the Adept of the Codex enhancement from the Gladius, which makes them always count as a tactical doctrine if you want them to be, which means that anytime anything ends up within six of them or nine of them, they can move six for zero CP and they can armor contempt. And with um advance and charge and the lance stratagem, they can get lands of boss on AP. And you can basically like just run through an opponent's army, just like pack manning ghosts from one side of the board to the other. It's quite funny. Um I wouldn't broadly recommend it for like super serious tryharding if you were like trying to win LGT. But if you're trying to win a GT Yeah. Plus, it can run the lion, and the lion does absolutely. Yeah, that guy slams. Plus, if you're if you play custodians and disrespect you by not running Trajan, like things get real messy for them real fast. Well, if they've even ruled that Trajan works that way. Yeah, depending on how they've ruled Trajan, it can get even messier. Like in Uh, a hurry, like fast, fast. (laughs) Yeah, it's really nice when if you charge a full squad of custodian guard with all three katas, they kill three of you, uh, and then you kill the squad back, and it's not close. (laughs) Good melee. All you have to do is be toughness five, four from vulnerable save, two up save, armor contempt, minus one damage, have a character with an enhancement, and four, four tries and four wounds. Yeah, um, and that unit's still six hundred points. So like, don't don't play thousand suns. Why? <laughs> you play to thousand suns, you get twisted fate and warp flamers. Look at you. I want off, dude. I want on. I just want to be on whatever they're whatever they're smoking when they need. Yeah, when they wrote this. All right, I'm gonna do the plugs. So there are a few things to go through this week. Um, first of all, if you're here, if you're still here. 52 minutes into you rambling about things besides the stats because we don't know how to check the stats um you're probably at least some degree enjoying this there are eight of you watching so first of all thank you for being here that's actually second of all already i don't have a script can you tell it seems obvious that you don't have a script get right. it together um, patreon.com slash stat check is the first place to go if you are in a position to support us uh five dollars a month gets you access to our patreon discord where you join all kinds of things like our sponsored patron our sponsored patron tts leagues uh, or you can chat to us, see that Deathly Knights list, and hear me talking all about it. You can complain about everything. That seems to be a fairly common thing. You can get music recommendations from Anthony or worse ones from me. Like, you know, lots of cool things. Um, it's a great place to be. We really enjoy having all the community in there. There are like almost 400 of you now. So I'm sure we'll have to organize something once we hit 400 people in the Discord because we never ended up doing the SpongeBob thing. So we should probably also doing that at some point. Maybe after WT. Yeah. Get Nathan yeah. to sell out and then he'll have way more time. Yeah, that's true. Um, Otherwise, YouTube is obviously the other place that we mostly are, uh, youtube.com slash check every Tuesday at 11 p.m. GMT and various across the world. You can catch us live for all these kinds of antics and shenanigans. Uh, we really, really appreciate everybody being there. Uh, if you can chuck a like, a subscription, a comment on the video, comments on the video are the most helpful for us. It lets us know that you guys are watching like what you're enjoying, what you're not enjoying, and helps us with interaction because you guys are talking to us and they encourage you to do the same. Couple more things. We also have a couple of other shows on the network. And the Matrix is Typhus' show all about wider world of team event in 4K. And XM1 is our show all about being better at 4K with a limited time to do so. Uh, XM1 on Thursday this week. Uh, they're going to be talking all about their cold takes on 10th edition. 
and end of the matrix is way back, presumably sometime before WGC. Uh, mostly that a lot of that stuff really going on in combat loss at the moment, where Nate does some excellent work with them, doing interviews with a bunch of different team captains, team captain Anthony. Uh, the most recent one was Team Sweden with Jonathan Slay Johnson, who is also in the Statue Discord, who you can also harass if you're in our Statue Discord. Couple more things. Uh, we do have a couple of sponsors now. So first of all is Red Dragon, red-dragon.ca. Uh, there you can get a whole bunch of 40k stuff. I don't actually know the plug for this one off my heart. I'm really sorry, Dan. Um, but we have some merch up there. You can get things like our dice objective orders, I want to say, are there. And we also have a discount code in the Satchek Patreon. So if you're there, you can see that code and get some code. Dan is awesome. I'm pretty sure he ships worldwide at this point. Um, and there's like loads of, I think he's been chugging in some dice on Statue Patreon orders recently. So um, no, it's really awesome. Really thankful to him for sponsoring him. He's also the sponsor for the Vibe Check Leagues, Sharky. The other one is uh, Saltar Games, who have an Etsy store, which is etsy.com slash saltargames. And they sell a bunch of tokens and, and dice trays and all that sort of thing with uh, static branding on them. So if you're interested in any of that, it's there. Uh, there'll be links for both of those in the show description. Um, Saltire have just launched a big bundle that has like all of the different like static branded stuff on them. So you can get like Battleshock tokens and all that kind of thing with our name on them. So if you do like that, check it out. It supports us and it supports my local game store in the UK. I would recommend if you're overseas, like try and bundle an order. Um, like speak to other people in the Discord or friends and stuff because it'd be fairly expensive. Um, just because it's Etsy international. But you check it out. Lastly, as I plugged earlier, stat-check.com slash coaching. Myself and Typhus do both offer coaching if you are looking to get better at 40k in any shape or form, whether you're looking to practice for an event or just get better in general or want to chance to TTS with some high-level players. Uh, check that out. Um, you can drop us at stat-check.com. Love to hear from you. I need to buy more Terranids, so I'd love to hear from lots of you. But you know, we'll figure it. Right, that's all I've got. I'm going to run and grab a glass of water, and then we can jump in some show questions. Let's chat. All the polls know. were very, very much enjoyed how we say bottle of water in the UK as well. And that was <laughs> You want a nice bottle of water? Yeah. You're playing water bottles. We just use your cycle. All right, I'll, I'll be back in like 30 seconds, okay? Don't, all right, I'm stuck don't with chat. Mad, don't go mad with power. Quickly, chat. Also, unhinged unhinged chat. questions, go. There are people in chat who are building death against because of me. Number one definitely makes that one world. Anthony, you should play that list just once. I'll play it once, maybe. Then I have to play more tenth. All right, chat. You've got till he gets back to ask me whatever weird question you'd like an an answer to. Cow spikers are shit. Don't buy those. Quickly, chat. Hurry while he's gone. Oh, oh. Hello, Dan. He's back. Man, you guys had such a sweet window to ask me whatever ridiculous thing you wanted answered. It's already closed. Unlucky. How do you feel about that? What? Better than I feel about Death Guard. There's a couple funny ones in chat there, but they were too slow, so now their questions don't get answered. I'm lucky. It's always no, I've been bashing tenth. <laughs> Sorry, man. We don't we don't know if it's good or not. Do we? That's right. One step at a time. If you had to try to lose WTC by taking the worst eight armies, what would you take? <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what? Just whatever eight Anthony's planning with, I would take and play them with Scottish. Like, You're gonna take eight Custodes armies? Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. Give me oh, a moment. WTC just sent a poll out asking about parking. Oh, bye, Anthony. Anyway, I'm on my own. Now. I'm back. Too slow. That's 100%, 100% of my Yep. Life. How do you make world leaders a shooting army? You sell it. If you, I reckon if you like picked up a decent amount of world leaders models, they're spiky enough that if you flung them at your opponent's eyes, you could yeah. take them out of win. That you would injure someone. <laughs> Derek says, I mean, that's like any person is ninja over that bottle of water. <laughs> Which He's is right. not untrue. All right, let's do some I like the I like the Saltire messaging from platforms. Shell, shell. Remember shell? I do get sad seeing the world leaders gym painted on my shelf. Then. Or Dan, that was asked that. Since we organized the Discord, I just can't find anything anymore. Uh, it's a thread, so let's we'll see, right. we'll right. see how blue you are. 
Where are the Innocent Stat Check Brandits 10th Ed videos? In progress, Frank and I have finished the scripts and we'll be filming sometime this week for them. So those will be, we decided not to do facts and focuses, the um, it's trash, and we were losing on like three of them, then realized that we're just saying, hey, you're just losing to everything. You so, lose to the three good armies and then you beat the bad ones. Uh... We'll, we'll do them as quick. Yeah. There's actually going to be a TTS to the next full we will be doing it to meet that structure, but I think what we'll probably do will have seven. And it's your hard to hear. Well, I can't. You're better now. No, I think my connection went. I'm sorry, I'm still a little on the um, And my new mic doesn't. Um, so, yeah, we are probably going to do like the seven of us drafting rather than playing. Um, we'll draft like teams and we'll all. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, we'll see what the interest is like if it has to people. Your mic is super scuffed, bro. Mute it, like restart it or something. Um, I will be the question. Yeah, we'll probably do once this vibe check ends out, we will get um, it going from there. I imagine if we do teams, we will probably do. I have uh, a mic, it just doesn't work well. I don't know why. <laughs> um, your mic is now somehow back to normal? Question mark. I didn't change anything. Well, it works now, so good job. Yeah, oh. we, apparently, we need a get in us a laptop fund. That would honestly probably, yeah, that would help. Yeah. Um, anyway, at Henderson Typhus, Sam asks, any key findings from the eight-man team event? Um, not telling you. Sorry, Sam. Um, <laughs> yeah, there were. We found out tons of things. You have to know them because you weren't there. Kim asks, with list building, at what point should I be concerned when I'm handling my handling my voter to win by taking too many characters equals monsters for assassinating a doubt? And how many points is I feel like when you start crossing into, like, your opponent looking at it and being like, I literally can't play this game if I don't kill any. <laughs> you get there, assassinates a little more touch and go, but it feels like it's easier now than it was before because you can just kill the unit they're attached to and then you clip them too. So, I don't know. It's hard. There's not like a clear cut like, oh, this amount is like, now it's real. I would say the best guess is play it. If you find your opponent's always maxing, that can probably like cut that a bit. Like, you probably don't need to give up. You can probably. But also, does that make a deal if you do? And score anyway, stops from having in the middle? Does it matter if there's any middle or something? Like, yeah. you make the big picks to get less CP. Yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah. I don't think it's that. So, GS seems pretty good. How do we fix it? Uh, I don't think we do. I think that that book is fundamentally broken and would need a rewrite to be okay. Yeah, there's like, the problem was we started spitballing in the Hot Takes channel in Discord. And I think we ended up at like eight things that we were like, yeah, if you change all of these, it'd probably be a little too much. But I think you could probably but not that like much. seven of them. And yeah. if you could probably be like 80%. I also think you would probably, like, in the like three of them, you'd probably see the player base like drop off a cliff and then their winner is stable but slightly too high because they were. Really Settle a curiosity for me. Hold that mic closer to your face. Which one? This one or? Holy shit, that worked. It's using that mic. Why? This is not my built in mic. Don't know what to tell you. That's okay, what it's I'm using. Just, I'm so confused. This, this earphone doesn't work. Yep, but that mic does. God, I hate this computer. Well, anyway. <laughs> Sure. So I'm gonna stand here with this like a more cool. Um, Chad is correct. The Geller field flickered by you and turned that into your active mic. We figured it out. We did it. I don't understand what's going on in here. Um, for for me, I think if you, I had to give you a top three that didn't involve changing things from the thing they are to things they aren't, because specifically Anthony, I know you want to make the three an enhancement. I would yeah. make that stratagem one use only. Um, so that's tunnel crawlers. Make it one use only. I would probably. So difficult. There's so things. I would like add the must be within nine inches of a blip restriction. Holy um, within nine. Holy within nine or holy within six, depending on how you want to get. I think nine is probably fine. Within holy six within is probably three. safer. Holy within three. If the unit's too big, it doesn't respawn. 
that would probably be I would describe that as maybe a little much, but sure, I, I'm not even opposed to it at this point. And I would probably make the Nexus's um, free strat once per battle round rather than once per turn. Uh, I think because once per turn is offensive. Yeah, like the Tyrant is once per turn, and I think it's okay on the Tyrant because the dude costs 220 points. The Nexus is... Yeah. That is what I had earlier, there, So that'll be why it was, but it'd have it. We figured it out. <laughs> right. For Anthony, will Team USA be adding Steven's mustache to the roster? Uh, perhaps in future years. It is extremely powerful. There's a pick. We don't want to intimidate the uh, future, the first year that he... Uh, it's worth saying there is a picture that accompanies this. There is a so picture that accompanies it. this. If you want to see it, go check out the Team USA social media on Facebook and Instagram. Or it's just slash that. Yep. Okay. Hope everyone is doing well and managing the pre-WC stress without turbo pain. Absolutely not. Um, does anyone have a favorite dumb, funny, ridiculous slash game moment that they've heard about for 10th events so far besides Twitter? Uh... Someone copped, like, I think it was, like, 48 mortals from Wraith Knight Overwatch. That was pretty funny. Um, just, like, an example of just, like, many sixes. Fuck you, die. I thought that was funny. Because, like, if things are going to be bad, they might as well be bad and ridiculous. So, at least that was funny. I have also, I watched a Wraith Knight Squad once. It's, like, bizarre. It's just, like, so beyond the realm. Wait, like, like standard shooting or, like, overwatching? No, standard shoot. still, like, that's 60 wounds. 60 wounds worth of four up to get through. Yeah, yeah, like, I get it, but I don't know. Like, that's silly, but it's not, like, on Overwatch, you know what I mean? Overwatch kills 50 GSC with five space cops. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I made a GSC player concede on turn one by them going first, me teleporting to Deathwatch squad and deployment zone and hitting charges. <gasps> Just, like, they didn't, have, they didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it didn't look great for them. <laughs> I watched a five-turn ongoing combat between a broadside and a heavy destroyer. Okay. The destroyer just get missed. They both the, the destroyer the broadside just get missing, and they're like doing like two damage, and the, broad, the locust would heal and come one would come back and they'd die again. Uh, so stupid. Uh, that guy that had the thunderhawk at Tacoma. I don't know, man. There's it's ten, it's forty k. There's always dumb people, dumb lists playing dumb stuff, having dumb stuff. That, yeah, that's one thing that has never. One thing that has never and will never change. The dumb stories that come out of are just as yeah. Which I think is at least vaguely positive. I think they're a little diluted by how silly everything is, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like, everything. But I can still appreciate the right play in 40k. Yeah. Um, watching a magnet, watching, watching an opponent's face when a magnet's triple moves might be... <laughs> practice just goes 42 inches, clear, like, like just taking the long way over three wins on the way. <laughs> like, up and down, up and down. Because, like, yep. can't stop him. That's what, that's pretty fun yeah keep quicker to these questions thoughts on ritual going second versus taking hold versus taking hold center armor like guns almost none ritual we're not playing ritual at wc so i've basically i don't even know what that mission is it's not where you like do the action to make more objectives no yeah. we're playing it in singles so i should probably look at it at some point but... who's this we do you have a mouse in your pocket we as in like the people who are playing the war round. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, don't be you, and, you and other fucks you and the, like all of the team america non-players yeah <laughs> Yeah. And all of them, motherfuckers. I'll tell things. Uh, Team America Facebook has 11 people listed as players. Is this the secret tech that's going to get you the big win? No, they just need three for when the other ones get red carded. No, that's England, sorry. Uh, Wrong one. I mean, I wouldn't hold it out. Maybe you guys are, maybe you guys are taking too much from it. Yeah, I mean, why take anything from England? Imagine taking something from England. You'd have to practice with them, and no one wastes their time doing that. I mean, don't you take your wins from them? We do. We take some amount of wins from them, yeah. Do you believe in the shopping cart theory? Yes. Strongly. Yeah. I, I would go farther. I think if you don't put your shopping cart back in the thing, you should immediately lose your social security number. You can only barter for goods. You don't get to take loans or anything anymore. 
to be honest, I wouldn't mind losing my soul show. Well, you know, oh yeah, sure. I meant like in the states, that's what it would do. I don't know hey, what their equivalency is. National insurance number? Like we can't pay taxes. That sounds good. Um, no, you lose like any ability to like take out credit cards and shit. Uh, that'd probably be good for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Okay, which armies do fix missions the best? Which do tactical the best? And which are begging for factions? This is two. Um, <laughs> Eldar do fi- Eldar and GSE tactical the best. They also do fix. The- <laughs> yeah, the which armies is- that are the best are also the best at putting points on the board. That might have something to do with why they are the best. Marines fucking suck at tactical, but it's all they have. Yeah. Uh, what stage of grief are you on regarding t- whatever this? Lo- uh, I think you guys will probably know better than we are because we're probably in denial about what stage of grief we're in. Like, I think Anthony thinks he's in the sevens, but I think he's actually in denial. I'm just ready to be done. Where's that? I don't know. I don't actually know what the stage is. I, I moved into the acceptance. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to know them anymore. We're go. too deep. Assuming GW refuses to change the core rules and the custodians get nerfed, how does melee get fixed for melee armies such as orcs, blood angels, and world eaters? Add three strength and two AP to every melee profile of a dedicated melee unit, and you start to have something. Yeah, I'd probably start with something like every unit gets plus one strength or plus one like strength and attack on the charge. Oh, or you can also do um, enemies that you charged or battle shocked. That'd be real bad for custodians. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, yeah, I'd probably do like if you. I would do like if you only declare a charge on one target. If you multi charge, sure. I think there's definitely. Yeah, I, I think you just kind of need to generic generic. Like there are a ton of melee units perfectly viable. They're just viable for ones that are like the melee is a bonus on top of. Like yeah. it still sucks getting charged by lich, right? Like it's not fun for anyone. That's most, but it's also mostly because you can't kill the lich guard to stop them charging you. I was gonna say you're gonna be there forever as well. Like when yeah, they're exactly. once you're in. Like Death Watch Thunderhammers are great once they're there. It's the delivery that's the problem, right? Like I think all you gotta I mean, do is deliver a tactical marine across the board in tenth. And do you know what? It's surprising how often you can. That's my favorite thing is that it still happens. Like people still stop you all the time. Yeah. I just plus one. I'd go further. Maybe I would do like plus one to hit and plus one AP. Like strength values. Like I get it. If you want. No, I don't care about strength. Yeah. Like if you want, if you want them to be like you know, if you want most melee to win vehicles on fives. I'm fine with it. At least let me goddamn hit them. I don't think plus to hit is actually enough. I think about that. Plus one to wound, go. I mean, plus one to wound is lance, right? Like, that's already a rule. You get lance on the charge. Woo! That you get lance. lance. Yeah. Just every melee weapon has lance now. And if you've got lance, you get double lance. Sure. You get if, weapon already, if your weapon already has lance, you get... There you go. Exactly. Perfect. Nailed it. Real ones, even? Fuck. I'll take whatever. I'm not picky. Yeah. Like, mostly, I think the main thing I need is mechanisms. Like, I just feel like... Oh, I care way less about delivery members, but that might be the fucking part of me that wants to play World Eaters. I can deliver the shit out of a World Eaters army. It's not going to do fucking anything once it gets there. I don't know. know. There's a whole mix of melee issues. Like, I would be okay with, like, I think the fact that you don't have to, you can fight things you can charge now is still weird. Um, It's really powerful if you have a good melee. Yeah, exactly. But it really, like, it's one of those rules that just bugs me and I don't think should exist. But because it's a thing that makes melee more usable right now, I don't mind. Which is yeah. really weird because it's definitely a feels bad mechanic. Oh, it it feels so bad when you get to declare a three inch charge and punch something eleven inches over that way. So yeah, I definitely think there's there's a lot I would change about melee. I would start with like consolidation, like you can consolidate. You don't have to go to jet into units. Um, and then after that, we can start talking. And then then it's like you know, then I want and I would buff things. Like I think AP and I think plus one to hit and AP would be a start and i would then go for and now we could go from there if it was and then like change a couple of the mechanics around like the moon at the end and then we'd have something anyway chat's talking about pasta and tomorrow so i'm just gonna shoot okay with everything we said and that nobody questions any of our just um yeah they'll do all right eventually chat will sort themselves out what cases have you guys been taking fixed over tactical uh i find unless my opponent is running monster mash demons taking tactical is just a fly out better with you being flexible while your opponent is running monster mash 
And I mean, if your opponent is running that and they give up 20 on assassinate and bring it down, like, yeah, yeah cool, take go that for that and kill them. So I usually find if your army already gains a CP in the command phase, it's usually pretty fixed. And if you don't, it's still doable. It just obviously does not get things. Yeah, you um, just need a weighted CP cycle of some way, shape, or form. And if you can do yeah, that, exactly. if you've got like, for example, one of the most annoying things is the Eldar are very good at playing fixed because they have the Ultra Gwaii Leaper who just the command point every so they don't right. have any additional benefit from playing tactical, which means that if they can pretty reliably play like engage and a kill secondary into you, they will just do it because like what's going to like there's no downside to them. So I think there are some armies they can get away with pretty well, um, and then you have some armies like Walteranids um, can do to be able to score with Biovores, like fix is a no brainer for them because they just kind of don't need to look at the tyrant um, armies that. Uh, like, can play into knights, kill them, and score engage. Like, engage is pretty doable now, so is teleport homers. Like, there's lots of pretty comfortable secondaries for, like, 10 plus to 20 on a kill secondary that will usually outpace, um, usually outpace. I find in close games, when you play fixed, though, it can be a bit telegraphed, and that does kind of run into the, your opponent just counting scoring issue and knowing what they need to do, which can give away some in the close games. In the, yeah. like, blowout games, it doesn't matter, right? Well, but it's, definitely... fine. it's also, like, teams are singles. Like, in teams, fixed is whatever. I'm just trying to make you not 20 me. Like, yeah. or I'm in trying singles, to end your life be a little bit like In singles, it can definitely be a bit like, hey, I know you have Storm Hostile Objective and bring it down. So I'm just not going to stand on objectives besides the ones I absolutely have to and just yep. play it. Whereas if you play tactical, you introduce that fear of the unknown where your opponent has to play around a lot wider range that can happen, which right. is volatility. Which Man, I wish the secondaries were more interesting. Yeah, I was really hyped for the secondaries, and then I think it's turned into, like, I like them still, in theory. I just feel like about six of them are way too hard, and the other 12 are way easy, and it just ends up being really awkward. Yeah, it sucks. They're bad. So, like, if it was, like, even just, like, 50-50, where it was, like, half of them are really hard, but score, like, five points, and half of them are really able to, like, secure no man's land, and they send battle being five points. Dude, the games um, where you get skimmed and you're both playing tactical are so egregious it's not the most pleasant i think i feel like part of that is the the cycle strap being one. i don't i think if that was i mean it could be unlimited. free and usable every turn and it wouldn't save you from getting scammed it would help broadly i would recommend every mission that plays chilling rain plays draw three to start one uh, and just the play tacticals yeah but i think that also just but it reduces the scam but it pushes up the points for which i think is also has it i don't know, I don't know. it's I like the tacticals in practice theory as well, and then you play them in your in practice, and in, they feel great. And then you play them in a tournament, you're like turn one extend battle lines like you're no man's land versus turn one capturing outposts, bring it down and, against uh, no vehicles, and uh, in, and behind enemy lines on turn one are like painful. Or you'll draw storm hostile objects turn one going second, and you'll like look at it and be like, right, and then you remember you have to discard it. Yep, it's bad. It's it just isn't good. Like it's insane that I think the the end of like eighth edition Maelstrom was because Probably. it actually was. Dude, ninth missions also better than this. Like, what are we doing? Trying something new. I like I said, I I am fully on board with the idea that in six months the tactical missions will have another iteration will be better. And yeah, maybe they is, could add some like unique way for each faction to score based awesome. on their playstyle. I, I know, I know, I know what you're saying, but I I feel like this is very very clearly a beta, right? That's kind of the. <laughs> Much like everything in television. Yeah, <laughs> I'd settle for beta. Shit, I feel like yeah. I'm over here in alpha. Yeah, Falling through the war. We're, we're, we're in pre-alpha point oh one. Yeah. Um, and I look forward to seeing where they go in the future because I think there's a lot of cool design space there. They've just not hit on the right mix. I think cards like No Prisoners as a one-off and Storm Hostile Objective and things like that, are, and then things like Secure No Man's Land and, and Extend Battle Lines, which is like, here's five points for existing in Warhammer. Yeah, it feels uh, like we're like... 
in the stage of alpha, like to compare to a video game where you're like running through the walls and falling through the floor still, where it's like, oh, okay, we can, we can fix this. We just got to make the floor solid and the walls solid. But like, honestly, would also be like, I'd be cool if there was 12 cards, not six. So you were guaranteed to all but one to use yeah. the cycle and redraw. Yep. I think 16 might hit too many with a specific they've done it now. Because in like in ninth edition, mill in eighth edition, I'm just going to amble on this in any bit. We would have like you play, you always played six objectives, and then two of one of the cards was always you had six cards that were control objective one, two, three, four, five, six, depending on when three of them were easy and three of them were hard, basically. And like you would see, you know, somewhere between 10 and 14 of your cards, depending on how long the game went. And you would pretty reasonably you play with 18 of them, and you pretty reasonably there was two copies of each of them. So across like your 18 card deck, you had two of each of those, and then six yeah. additional. And mm-hmm. that was pretty controlled because you were pretty likely to see a decent mix. And yeah, there was some randomness in there, and it rewarded you for pushing your opponent because that's a good thing. There should be an incentive to not just sit in your half of the board, but to go and you know take objective off your opponent and play the game aggressively. Which is why I think like Stormhost on objective is a really cool card to be in there. I mean, like even if they had um, just done that system where they let us build a smaller deck out of the existing deck, it would probably be fine. They just didn't, so now it's yeah. trolling. Yeah, or if they just added like you know you add like six more cards to the deck and then you sure. say like you pick you pick like six to remove. Like I think it'd be fine. Anyway, I'm gonna move on because I'm getting upset. Yeah. What is, in your opinion, the coolest looking type of house? The hazard suit. The, I don't really have one that hasn't been tainted by trauma. You probably, I don't know if you'll have seen it. I don't know. I think a bunch of the Tau suits can look cool, but that army's been so, like, irrevocably tainted for me that I, like, just have to hate it now. This is a balls length of settings. I'm struggling. It's too late. The hyper-focus this is guy, gone. This guy's kind of cool. That guy's kind of cool. Just like twin, twin burst cannons on each arm. I love it. Yeah, that's a little weird, but I'm here for it. There was also a character from Kelshawn for a while who was, I think he's in a hazard suit. I like hazard suits. I like that yeah. they have the word hazard. Um, I like hazardous on current suits. That shit's <laughs> funny. Which of the original Avengers would you all be? Well, my name's Anthony. So that one. Uh, can I pick Coulson? Just like, not actually a very good at like, motivating. No, you're the Hulk for sure. Thanks. But that's definitely Brian. <laughs> secret, but secret. that's a secret. He's always angry. Grant asks, how is Jer- uh, Curious to come? Um, we'll get to find that out in the future when he's ask, alive. Ask, ask again next week. Yeah. Um, which of the Great Lakes Avengers would you be asked? Which of the what? The Great Lakes Avengers would you be asked? I don't know what they're... Sorry, Prez. What is the best and worst of the new turret sculpts? The best is the Norn Emissary. The Norn Emissary. I'm going to run as Kaiju. many as they will let me. Like, I love the new... I will say, if it was just the Hormigaunts, then I, they would... Like, I would adore... Like, I think they're the second best model of the right. But the Norn Emissary... Like, I'd prefer them to, like, everything else. But the Norn Emissary... I mean, all of them sick. I'm very excited. <laughs> Like, I love the little, little dinosaur looking for my gods. I, I think for me, the my least favorite is the Deathly Fur. Like, I just don't love the cape. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I love okay. everything about him, but the cape. And it, uh, oh, I, it bugs and you? Yeah, bugs yeah. you? Bugs ah. And I'll, I'll, I will just build him with it. But um, I think people are expecting to be, like, I feel like the usual answer is going to be the Bioware Pyroboar kit, but I really, it looks like a Hammerfall bunker, like, gr- like got sent through the Stranger Things dimension. Like, oh, no, know. I like them. Yeah, I know. They look great. They look like, they look like RTS units. Like they'd yeah. be like uh, if you're playing if you're playing Dawn of War, they look like the turrets that you would build as turrets, yeah, yeah. and they'd go sure. forward and they would like sit. I, I would, yeah. uh, Gene Stars look goofy. Yeah, that's fair. But Gene Stars, I like them. Uh, Gene Stars are meant to look goofy. They're weird with like, sex offenders. It's fine. <laughs> that is basically what they are. I own 150 of them. Don't read into that. Um, Yikes! Since Jack Ryan finished with Tom Clancy book series, well, what Tom Clancy book series would you like to see adapted into a TV series? I'd love to see. Some. I have no idea. I've never. Same. Read any Tom I Clancy. also don't know. Um, 
What have you found to be the best game is it's definitely the little it's there like by far the thing gameplay of 40k smoothest. I could have a different like a tape measure and dice or a chess clock, I guess a chess clock technically. A chess clock for sure, it's not even close. But yeah, if we're not if we're talking about like specifically like in-game things, I think a chess clock is kind of like a tournament thing, then three inch gauges by far, or neoprene objective markers is one of the two. Yeah. I feel like the three inch gauge is probably more generally useful but less specifically. It's hard to hard to live without a lot of the like wound dials is another one that I just like try not to live without if I I use this, but I don't have my stuff doesn't usually. That maybe that'll change when I play new and improved crusher. I don't I don't trust myself to not pick up the dice, if I'm being honest. Like I'm yeah. I, I like to clean the board during the turns and stuff and move like sweep all the dice that my opponent's just left lying about and that I've left lying about. And like it, there's always a chance that you like grab the wrong dice, you I forget. Use, and, and I like, only roll stat check dice and then use other dice for other stuff. Yeah, I mean I have the big green LBO dice that I wouldn't count to the moment for anything small, but yeah. like they go on the base and I don't I try to use wound dials, but uh... I've really begun to see how games can be lost at the list building stage. Do you have any tips or thoughts on how you can try to limit this where possible? Copy a good list, remove the extenuating factor of you getting it, and then adapt from Yeah. Like, don't try to write a list from scratch, unless you're just playing the stuff you have, at which point you're not worrying about the list building stage. Copy a list, adapt it for what you have if you have to, but start with a known quantity. Remove your own list rolling skills as a factor in your gameplay. You will improve so much when it's your, the only reason you're losing at that point, or like if trains, whatever, right. that's so much less of a factor. What lives rent free in your head these tenth? That's fair. Um the little the one little hormigon that's like fully upright. Like I just I love him. How do larger events than usual skew the stats? They don't really. Like they definitely have an impact on the week they're there, but the pool of data we have now is so large. As an aggregate I'm assuming Anthony has no opinion. Uh, math stuff. <laughs> Woo! What is why does Nathan refuse to elaborate on what makes a bird? That's because he doesn't know. Yeah, I agree. Like good bird picked him and he doesn't know why. So yeah. Um, it's because he's not he's not met a flamingo that is pink yet, and therefore he doesn't know what the best part. Flamingos get their pink from eating shrimp. I'm pretty sure. I might be completely wrong about that. Oh, but, that's uh, a thing. That's yeah, I've that heard. seems real. So if they just don't eat shrimp. They're just, they're just not pink, and they're just like white flamingos. So Weird. I assume oh, that, that I think that's my. Uh, or there's like these birds that just look like completely round, and I love them. Yeah, uh, they look like they're from anger. Nathan doesn't know what makes a good bird. Nathan just asks the questions. <laughs> uh, Anthony, have the new WC layouts given you hope for a fun tour? Yeah. Uh, I think WDC will be fun, but I think WDC could be fun if we took turns hitting each other with glass bottles until one of us died. So that doesn't really make a great indictment for the rules of 10th, but I think WDC will be fun either. WDC is always a great event, almost irrespective of like, what the quality of the gameplay is, because yeah. it's everybody there, right? That's yeah, the... you unfortunately set nine hours on fire playing 40k, but aside from that, WDC will be a lot of fun. And it depends who you're playing with, right? Like, we, we pair Anthony, we're going to have one regardless. Like, we'll be oh my goodness. I hope you guys are in our pod. So we're a two seed. We could be in anybody's pod. I know. We could have Canada in our pod as there is our one seed. And then you can win your pod. Yeah, it'll be great. And we could also have Poland and really regret this week's of practice. But Yeah, because that's going to be the difference between you and Poland. Yeah, well, we've been sandbagging this whole time. Two uh, 20s, six draws. Easy money. Yeah, it's just not me getting with the 20s anymore. Burm, 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 burm. <laughs> womp, womp. Um, what's a normal amount of time for a medium-sized jar of pickles to la- of dill pickles to last? A day. Uh, I have no idea what. It is. What? Like I don't know what a pickle is, but like a pickle here with like a pickled onion, like like a like a pickle, like a cucumber that's in the what? Ah, let's see if I can bring some to WTC. Ah. Uh. I, I know what they are from like SpongeBob and stuff, but that's about never it. mind. Shut up, keep moving. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Um, pigeons can make a purring sound when they're happy. Seems like a good, good bird to me. Jeff, I know it says you're the village idiot right here in your Discord name, but that's for show questions. 
Uh, it's a great. Do you still think Rapid Ingress is going to hit with a, get the hit with the TP once per game restriction? I think it fucking should, but it's just the only thing. Oh, no. Darkin, right? That makes the stuff yeah. I get taken off my mind. Yes. Um, Rapid Ingress probably should get nerfed. It's just like so far down the list of priorities no. that I can't. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Stop. I know, right? It's the only way to get the combat. Leave me. Oh my god. I know. I hate it so much. I hate it's, that it's. You know what's disrespectful? When someone uses rapid ingress on a unit with guns. Fuck you. Like, you should only be able to rapid ingress if you don't have a ranged weapon. You ever, you ever, you ever gotten rapid ingress by something that's just there to get the heavy bonus next turn? Oh, no! What? Jesus Christ! It's just like, I'm just gonna take the most... Like, I once rapid ingress desolating because I didn't want to was like... Didn't want to start them on the board. Dealt with the indirect, rapid ingress them on the side so they could stand still and get direct fire and ignore cover. And heavy. It was horrifying. Anthony's gone. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, I'm not, I'm not saying until you come back. I personally would say rapid ingress, the change it actually needs to not work with strategy. It should only work with like actual, but that's never going to happen. I think I broke. Yeah, rapid ingress is a plus one dice, right? Hello. You just get my cat. My cat. All right, what's next? Uh, first edition change, long time magic player. Is the meta still evolving or a bad army is mostly going to stay bad until they get magic? <laughs> oh man, I have terrible news if you were expecting this to look anything like magic. I will say there is a decent chance that there are a couple of lists for factions that are underplayed right now that are going to come emerge as something. And I think WTC time will be more of that than we are expecting, but I do not think it will be enough to cause a dramatic shift to the wider. I'm looking forward but I think to there will definitely be like, like yeah, there will definitely be a couple of factions with a couple of lists that do get there when played expertly that are not currently being. I do not I mean, think there will be many. But I think there will be at least for what it's worth, last year's WTC set the singles meta like for the On next fire. fucking a year. So Yeah, basically until the end of the edition. I, Eric's GSC list, like the Jack's Blood Angels um oh, yeah. Jack's Blood Angels list that came from the English one, right? Like yeah. So yeah, I definitely think we'll see a bunch of stuff that comes from this that comes from WTC and gets broken like just Changes things where we'll see the basically like final revisions on some of the lists for the best factions now. Yep. Like I think it will give us a fairly full consensus on like what the best other list is, what the best cheese is, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, and then there will be some number of things that emerge as purely counter meta choices that end up actually, but it will not be nearly enough for it to. Nothing will dethrone other. Like that, that's kind of what I'm getting at here. You yep. might see some change in like what factions four through ten are in the ordering, but like one and two aren't. I probably don't. Yes. Anthony, what do you think of today's Diablo 4 patch notes? I think they did a lot of good bug fixing. I think it was also cool that though they did a thing that directly nerfs the build-in class I'm playing, they acknowledged that it was like, hey, this is a bug fix. That thing wasn't supposed to do that. We're going to do some other stuff to resolve that, but we have to fix this first so we can act. And I like when dev companies have reasonable explanations that are followed by like good assurances that they will fix the thing and now no one has to freak out people will freak out because this is a blizzard game but but yeah can i help you with something no boop okay all right um yeah i can understand why don't pickles don't last long in your house when your cat's near yeah yeah this okay anyway um okay what do you think of the kill more primary mission besides this that shit's hilarious i love that that's so I funny can't believe that the ITC unironically played three years of that mission and also told me it was better than WC the entire time. You all. I mean, I would rather play. you weren't around. But. That that mission's great. That that mission keeps GSC a little more under the fucking thumb. I think that's that a they should make... where you can just dump your entire army on one and be like, you can't kill it all, bitch. You know what would be the best fix for GSC? Make no prisoners a fixed mission. I think that's you'd have to make it one point. Though. Nope. Two. Fuck it. 
you'd have to make it one per kill if you were. Anyway, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Does anybody in chat have any questions they want to in the next like thirty seconds? If not, we're gonna hit the button. I would. Cool. I'm gonna do the plug with it. Also, I'm letting people have the thirty seconds to ask a question. It's so rude, guys. I'm sorry. This is what I work with. Everybody. Yeah, I have the cat to get me through having to talk about town. So you also got some Clorox behind. Well, that's just in case. That's for eleventh. <laughs> Can we do our coaching call right now, Nick? You asked for like Thursday. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Nothing's gonna change in the next two. Does the random list of cards make it more challenging for captains to predict the outcome of battles? No, the fact that my players don't know how to tell me is what actually the cards have very little. Uh, I can probably force Ennis into a mosh pit uh, the weekend before LGT. If you I probably can get could. I don't know if I would survive it. You'd be fine. It's not that crazy. I've never been to a concert, so it would definitely be good. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll figure that out. All right. I'm going to do the plugs again once more time to finish up. So thank you so much, everybody, for being here for an hour and 40 of us basically rambling about everything 10th edition. Um, Stan, the new Tyranids, the Norn Emissaries are incredible. Um, I will probably try and play six, three Norn Emissaries and three Norn Assimilators in RTT sometime. So keep an eye out for me the own three with that. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please do check out uh, the show every week. We are live at 11 p.m. UK time, 6 p.m. Eastern, and various other times across the world uh, every Tuesday um, for something more or less like this. There are a bunch of recurring guests, but myself, Anthony, and Jeremy, and also some Splumba, Typhus, Typhus, um, Tim, and Cliff, whenever they're available. Uh, we really appreciate you guys all being here. The live streams are one of my highlights, one of the highlights of my week every week, despite the fact that I'm utterly knackered. I'm still very glad to be here. Um, if you're looking to support the show in any way, shape, or form, best ways to do that are either by hitting up the socials, whether that's Facebook, technically have a Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Instagram is a good place to catch up on like when we're at events and stuff like that together or see any live videos that we're making. Um, or you can check out the YouTube where you, you know, the like, comment, subscribe thing that everybody wants to talk about. And unfortunately it does help. So we do have to say it every time because if we don't say it, people do measurably less of it, which is always a sort experience because everybody is like super tired of saying it or hearing it. But also if you don't say it, people don't do it. So got to play the game, right? Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash statcheck is the best place to give us direct support where you can get access to our Discord, whether that's everything with PDS League, much more, and stat-check.coaching for all of your crew, myself, Typhus. And also, we have two other shows. XM1 is live on is live this Thursday at 12 p.m. UK. Enjoy. See you later. I love your cat. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com. Thank you.